you're listening to the 25th episode of the Screw Being Unhappy podcast, where we remind you how to put one foot in front of the other in the moments when life serves you lemons. Say yes to happiness and take on even the most difficult days and still feel good while drinking your lemonade. I'm Zuzana Mukumai. I am a coach, mentor, journalist, wife, mom, and former pessimist turned into believing that every challenge or setback can be a gift. I am a woman who wants to be happy, and I'm dedicated to helping you feel happy too, even when life is like a roller coaster. In this episode, I am talking to Walter Shalenis, a big move maker, business finance coach, relationship and men's coach, energy healer, and a world citizen currently living in Mexico. Co-host of the podcast Sex, Money, Rock and Roll, host of the Wealth Unlimited Club, a space for entrepreneurs to get business finance at their fingertips, an amazing husband and business partner to Avani Shalenis. Hi, Walter. Welcome to the Scrubbing Unhappy podcast. I'm so excited to have you. Thank you, Suz, Susanna. Uh, I'm really happy to be here too. Uh, I'm really excited to create to create with you and to also have the listeners like have a phrase to have a have a taste of, of freedom as well. Yes. So so let's cool do things. this. Uh, so you are originally from the Netherlands. You have lived in the US. Now you live in Mexico with your wife and business partner who is from India. So I love the combination how your family have fit in different countries. And would you just uh, share a bit more about your story? Uh, a little bit more about me. So my name is Wouter Schalenis. Um It used to be Wouter Lenis when I was living in the Netherlands. And actually it still is on my passport is Wouter Schalenis, uh in the Netherlands. Um, Wouter Lenis, I mean. So I was not always super happy in the Netherlands. Um, it's what I love about this podcast about screw being unhappy. Um, so for me, it's really about living in the Netherlands was almost living in a box with a lot of rules. They have a lot of rules in the Netherlands, which I don't always fit in. I don't always like to conform or be loyal to, to the Netherlands or to their system. So I've always found ways to be more out there to be more um extravagant maybe but on the other side i'm also very um i'm a hermit sometimes so i like to be in my own space but what i don't like what i didn't like about the netherlands is the the limited way of thinking and that's um it's almost like there's so many rules that there's a it's kind of like freedom in a box which i don't like boxes so for me it's really was to find different ways of expressing myself. And what I found was that um, in in love, I've never actually looked for a Dutch girlfriend, mm -hmm. which is really crazy maybe to think about that. I had one for a while, but that also didn't work out somehow. But that um, through my search of love, actually, I, got, I, I came abroad. So at one point... Um, in my personal development and, and growth um, journey, I was I was going to San Francisco where I met my wife. She was actually uh, in the US for a while already. She was living in the US since her 18th. She's from India. So she moved to the US, to Connecticut, then to San Francisco to live there. Um, and somehow one night we happened to be in the same uh, hotel room. It was like 
a lot of people were were gathering and we connected we made out and i forgot to ask a number on the, in the conference so I was like man shit so <laughs> uh the next day i was looking for her in the conference looking for like hey who where where is avni which is her name um so i found her again that day or i actually found a friend i was like hey i want to meet this woman again and then this woman her friend was like you got to be very very um ready for a relationship otherwise she doesn't want to meet you it's like wow who's the who's this woman with so with so much almost like boundary but also like desire for a relationship and i was like fuck yes so let's let's do this so we got to meet again uh three weeks later i moved from the netherlands to the united states uh, to see if it's going to work out because i like to make big moves in life and my desire to be with her was just massive really massive to be with her and uh three months later after a couple of breakups and stuff because it wasn't it was not a easy journey in the beginning it wasn't an easy journey also the difference between um how much money you need in san francisco versus how much money you need in the netherlands it's like funds dry up really quick over there so <laughs> um somehow within a year of meeting her we were engaged somehow well a lot of persistence and a lot of um me showing love for her and from there the, the journey continued we i officially moved uh, to the united states in 2019 during the pandemic living in san francisco was not fun so we were like okay let's get out of here let's go to arizona because <laughs> literally you cross the border and everything is open you go back to California, everything is closed. We were like, wow, this is a great experience to see how different it can be in one country. So we lived in Arizona for four months. We found out we were pregnant. So like, okay, now what? So um, we said, okay, let's go to Connecticut because her sister was living there. So we, we moved to Connecticut. We got our son there, Ari. He's now two years old. And we were like, this is also not it. <laughs> because the, 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 it's a really fast paced in um near new york it's very fast paced in america as is and we were like i don't like that we didn't like to confirm with rules as i already said like that's already my background as a, as a dutch person who doesn't like that so somehow we found a new development here in mexico where we we're like okay this is nature this is green the food is really good here we can live off our garden if you want to and it's um the skies are just freaking amazing. The, the, the environment in the rainy season right now, everything is green. Mm. It's just a blessing for for our for our soul, basically. Yeah. So that's a little bit about maybe I'm going on too long. It's a little bit about my about my background um, of the journey of finding, um, yeah, finding the land that we are in right now, which is great. Yeah. And I'm sure this topic, it would be just enough for the whole podcast episode because it's so interesting. Uh, and we maybe we will do it another time, right? But now let's right, talk right. about happiness, uh, freedom and money. So yes, you are a businessman and you teach about money. So what would you say about this uh, connection between money, happiness and freedom? For me and what I teach also in my, with my clients, it's um, money is a resource. Money is really a resource to create the freedom that you want. Um, 
happiness, I believe, is a choice. It's a choice where you get to say, in the moment, I'm happy. I choose to be happy in the moment because, honestly, like, what else can you do in the moment? There's a lot of other ways you can be in a moment. It's a way of being of like, no, you, you can really choose how to be and be grateful for what is um, what you have in the moment. Hmm. I always say like money, like for example, money can also screw you over. Or if you if you tap into the money and you're like, hey, my bank account is $5 or 5 euros or whatever country you're living in, what, what currency they have, and you feel bad about the $5, you're not going to get more. It is about, it's only a reflection of how you have been in the past. That, that, the, the, the past, the present, the future is where, where you can play with. The past is just the past. We gotta, we gotta leave it right where it is. But in the moment you can choose, okay, I'm, you can either be grateful for those $5 in your bank account or the 5,000 or the 5 million, whatever the, whatever the number is, it's just a number. And it can grow. It can grow. So it's a choice in the moment to be happy. But the freedom itself is is has actually nothing to do with money, has nothing to do with happiness. It will help having more money to create freedom for yourself. But the freedom really is in releasing limiting ways of thinking. I I, I know from, from my journey of moving from the Netherlands, releasing a lot of my limiting beliefs about entrepreneurship or, or you, know, you cannot just move to America because you uh, you like someone. Well, actually you can. You know, I'm the living example, living, breathing example of that. If you really want something, desire is really, really potent. I mean, what we can do if we really desire something that is, I mean, we can create anything in the world. But we often limit ourselves, our thinking we get from our parents, the thinking that we get from our country, the thinking that we get from friends, the thinking that we get from maybe even past lives and stuff. Oh my God, there's so many limits on us. But if we get to really unleash those limits, that's the main thing that can give us freedom. Mm. Yeah. And like, it's, you just kind of mentioned it that, um, money is not what gives you freedom and that freedom has nothing to do with money yet like often money is equated with freedom and you also also mentioned that like being happy is a choice and i am 100 percent uh on this with you because i say that in every single outro of my podcast um so what um what I want to ask you about is that you said that happiness is a way of thinking, being, and acting, which allows for freedom. So can you chat a bit more about this? So I would say it's, that's interesting, right? Uh, the way that we be in the moment is and um, be free. Even like Nelson Mandela was in prison, he was he felt free, freedom, you know. Um, but it's also in what if you experience freedom, and you can you can choose happiness in the moment. What are you actually going to do? Like in a way of like, you can be a certain way, but what is what 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 are your actions speaking for you? I hear a lot of people also say like. 
oh yeah, this is my dream for the future. I'm like, well, the future is now. Like, if you want to live a life where you are free, what are you waiting for? You know, like, what is, what is, and maybe there is a, a need for money for, for certain things that you want to do. So maybe the first thing to do is create that thing that you want to create for yourself. Mm. You know, like when it comes to happiness and, 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 and work, choose something that's authentic to you that can make you the money that can already give you the sense of freedom. Yeah. But I, I, when, when I talk about, for example, buying the house here in Mexico and having the house being built, like, oh, that is something that, that's a great dream to have. Like, oh, that's what I want to do as well. But then like, okay, what, what, what great dream. <laughs> Love the vision. What is the action that you're going to take right now? Because we can sit on our hands for, 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 for 80 years and regret in the end, like, oh, I didn't do it. That's just a waste of time and money and, and resources because why? Yeah. We live now. Yeah. But, and yeah. what resonated uh, with me was when you were saying we don't have to plan for freedom for future like that the freedom starts now and I remember it was a metaphor my um, therapist used it um, when I went to therapy about my fear of flying uh, so he used this that like if if you are running you don't have to wait to be a runner to win a marathon you are running every single day and you are already doing it and it doesn't matter about like the bigger goal but you are already doing it and i guess that's the same with freedom like we it, it, i believe as a coach as well like it's amazing to have a vision and we all should have a vision but we need to be doing one even one tiny thing every day to get closer to it absolutely Absolutely. And <laughs> this kind of brings me to the next question, which is like, what single step we could do on a daily basis to meet, uh, to move a bit closer to freedom? Um, one thing that, that I really thrive by is meditation. Mm -hmm. Meditation, also reflection. Like what is, what is holding me back right now from the thing that I want to, uh, accomplish mm -hmm. because if there is a thought like oh money is holding me back okay why is money holding me back what's in the way what kind of block or what kind of what do i think about money that's blocking money being a resource for my future because when you do daily meditation or daily affirmation and i'm, I'm looking here uh, because i have affirmations on the wall <laughs> which is really helpful for everybody. You could, you could take pen and paper and write down like, I love money, money loves me. I'm living in overflow. Very simple step you could do every day. But what you will also do is like, what do you want to release as a limiting belief? That, that re requires a little bit of inquiry, or re requires a little bit of, of writing, thinking and meditation and having present your vision for yourself. Mm. Because if your vision is clear like i know i still remember the day that me and my wife were sitting on the beach in mexico a week before we got our uh, uh wedding we created a six-year vision with a home with a with a baby with with the amount of money that we want to make with all the things and 
honestly, not everything has come through yet. Our home is almost ready. <laughs> Thank God. Um, but it's about creating a vision so powerfully that the universe will align for that. But keeping that vision present and then removing all the things that are in the way of that vision out of the way. Mm. And that's a daily thing. That's a daily thing. And it may look like I'm just writing down, this is what I desire. And here are my blocks. Please, universe, take care of them. Yeah. And start, and then start noticing that your thoughts are going to change. And when our thoughts change, our reality in physicality will actually become different. Mm. And it's Even incredible how many limiting beliefs we can gather around money. And I have done lots of work around this last year uh, with my coach. And then I also fell a bit into a trap of thinking too much about the money, which uh, brings me to the next question. It's funny how nicely it flows uh, without even planning it that much uh, is... Uh, there is lots of uh, finance advice out there. Often it's completely contradictory. And when it comes to screwing unhappy and finance, what would be your number one advice? Well, the question. Um, number one advice from a financial perspective is manage your money well. So for me, that means you have an overview of all your income, all your expenses, especially as an entrepreneur, you have actually two, one for your business, one for your personal. You know how much debt you have, you know how much your investments you have, absolutely everything. So managing that well without any judgment. Doesn't say you're a bad person, doesn't say you're a bad um, entrepreneur, doesn't say anything. It's just a number on a piece of paper or a spreadsheet. That's it. And that's the one thing I teach my clients as well, because in order to know where you want to go, you need to know where you are at the moment, right? It's like Uber needs to know, hey, I'm going to pick up Susanna. I need to know where she is. <laughs> Universe is telling you like, hey, you need to know where you are in order to get to know where you are going. Mm -hmm. And then the second piece, I would say, uh, screw being unhappy. Do something that you like already. If feel that that fills up your heart, because if you are not like really empowered in the job that you have, if you have a job, or as an entrepreneur, you don't you're doing something that you don't really like to do. Stop doing it. Find something else to do because. I believe that we, we all have a gift inside of ourselves that needs to be given out to as a service, as a, as a, as a product. We are very creative beings, but what we often don't see is then because we are used to like, oh, just get a job that pays your bills, pays your mortgage, pays your whatever, pays your vacation, and that's it. You get two weeks vacation or four weeks vacation, depending on where you live, and that's how you do life. Well, screw that. <laughs> If you like that, do that. Fine. I mean, everybody has a choice, right? But it's really about like, okay, do something you really, really like doing. Like I, I loved working at the insurance company in the Netherlands for a while until I didn't do it anymore. So I quit. I know there was an opportunity to quit. I quit. And then like three months later, I met my wife. So 
There you go. Yeah, I think it's so easy to get stuck in this kind of way the society teaches us since we are small and we go into job which we like, but they don't really excite us. And like once you step out of that kind of, I would say even comfort zone and you realize that you can do things differently, there is no way coming back 100% because I remember like the moments when I realized like, oh my God, like I enjoy my day. I I am looking forward for Monday. Like that I was like, wow, why am, why am I feeling this only now? Why I was not feeling it like the, all the years I have been working and that's fucked up. Yeah, like. Absolutely. And it's, it's so easy to get into the grind of working for somebody else while maybe it's not your dream. And I've, I have, when I was in, in the insurance company, when I worked, I interviewed my colleagues, none of them, zero of them. It was their dream to work for an insurance company at the debt collection department. It wasn't, it's not the dream job. It, it pays the bills. It has good salary and whatever. But honestly, I still remember one guy, he was like, I actually want to go to uh, an island and um, around on a bicycle, how great this island is. I'm like, what's in your way? <laughs> Maybe later, you know, like, why? Start taking action now. And I know he never did. But mm. Yeah, well, that's kind of sad. It's um, kind of sad, absolutely. Yeah. And uh, Walter, you are the host of the Wealth Unlimited Club. So if you can to sh share with us, um, to give us a bit of sneak peek, what are the key beliefs or mindset changes uh, when it comes to money you are teaching your clients? Right. The first thing I always say is to have a vision for yourself, for your business and for your life. It's a, it's a combination. It's like a living, breathing organism almost. Uh, and even if you, if you have a family, like I do as well, like I have a family of three right now, me, my wife and my son and soon to be more as well, but different story, not a podcast maybe. Um, but it's about creating a vision for yourself where you really feel like, oh, this is my business and my business is going to serve me in this way for my lifestyle. Like we um, have created a lifestyle where we can be flexible and we can be um, in different kinds of countries whenever we want to. Um, but then also like take aligned action. When it comes to money, it's also following the um, the energy of money. Because money is, an, is, a, is a form of energy that we have that we can tap into and we are all human beings. We're all like in energy fields all the time. Um, I said it because I also do theta healing with my clients and um, releasing those limiting beliefs is really key to um, opening up to more receiving, you know, like it's, it's tapping into energy. So, those are more of the of the of the things that I really like to do, but also I really like to go into with with my clients. It's like, okay, what's your pricing? You know, how can you structure your offer in a way that's like financially well, so it's, so it's serving you and your business and your your lifestyle, rather than just making up a price and going with it. It's really good to like hone into like, okay, what is the price that's going to be the right price for my clients? 
depending on what kind of work you are in. Because I work with different kind of people from coaches to um, uh, people who are in finance, people who are in mental health uh, as um, uh, therapists and stuff. So it's really a different way of looking. Also, I always like to challenge my people to like, hey, how can you create more income for yourself? How can you create... Um, more abundance for yourself and how can you also keep more money in your bank account because also looking at like hey money management is key so also look at like hey where is money flowing away that i'm not using am i not using the resource am i not is it just going away because i'm i don't care about money because a lot of people don't really care about when there's money, lots of money coming in people start stop stop caring about the smaller pieces of money that go out. But if you really look at, hey, there's money going out that I'm not using, that's for me is an energy leak. It's a money leak. And that has no integrity from a financial perspective in the business. We cannot operate with a leaking foundation. I mean, that's very clear. When you're building a house, it's very clear. When you're building a business, it's exactly the same. Yeah. And this is the perfect segue to the next question. I don't know how are we doing it, that it's really flowing nicely. I guess good energy. Um, the other week, I just finished reading this book. It's called The Latte Factor. Um, probably you know it or um, the listeners heard about it. But it's basically about how we can all become self-made millionaires, um, saving these tiny amounts of money you just mentioned, like the money we spend for the things we actually don't need because of the compound effect. Um, so you mentioned that also uh, with the other things you teach your clients, uh, the other thing you teach them is to never give up. So now kind of uh, my question, and I'm sure everybody who is listening will be curious to hear the answer as well. If we keep aside small amounts of money on a regular basis and never give up, will be Will we secure the financial freedom and financial a good financial uh, future and become self-made millionaires? Great question. I love it. Um, I believe that you cannot save your way to being a millionaire. It is. I, I love saving on 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 things that we. Um, that we don't need or we don't or they're not, they're not very aligned with us but with the money that we save how are we going to have that money and it's possible i'm not saying it's not possible but what are you going to do with it let's say you save 10 bucks every month for something right that's 120 dollars a year how are you going to put that money to work that's that, that that's the question i like it. the compound effect yes depending on the interest rate so it's also, depending on, hey, what kind of investment vehicle can I use to put that money in? Is it possible? Absolutely. You can be a millionaire with that strategy. Absolutely. But it's really a game of consistency, persistence, um, that will make that happen. It's not just, okay, just save five bucks here and here and here, put it in a savings account. And then maybe later you'll be a millionaire because we're also human beings who are like, oh, I got the savings account here. <laughs> Don't touch it. You know? 
in that case if your if your goal is to to be to be a millionaire or whatever do not dip into stuff that is um meant for uh your financial future so yeah. to say. so it's 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 an it's it's not an easy simple yes you can uh, yes and there's a lot of things that you need to do in order to actually get there because it's um yeah saving 10 bucks i don't know 10 bucks 100 bucks here blah blah, blah. the main thing is creating more and more income because if you have if you have a an income of 500 bucks a month and you save a uh, 100 bucks a month i don't think you're going to get to a millionaire you know it's mm. in it's on the other side of the of the, of the of the of the coin yeah yeah i i like how you mentioned like it's about the consistency and maybe putting some money aside but also thinking about like what we can do with that money so it can increase and right, also right. like the compound effect here we are talking about like really long-term thing right so maybe we don't want to wait 40 years to get like all that compound effect working but we want to do right. something now right and there is of course there, there are um when you look at in ways to invest and get rich quicker there's also more risk involved. I mean, we all know the, uh, the cryptocurrency world uh, can be very, very uh, lucrative, but can also be very, very detrimental if you step into the wrong time and then the money goes down. So there's a lot of risk reward that, that you have kind of have to be able to manage, which also comes into play. Like if you're very, um, if your nervous system is very, um, I wouldn't say weak, but sensitive to these kind of changes, that might not be the best strategy for you. Because everybody yeah. has a different strategy for for their lifestyle, so it's it's never a a, a one cut deal. It's always looking like, hey, what's your risk uh, reward ratio that you can handle for yourself? Yeah, I like to take bigger risks. I also lost a bunch of money. I made a bunch of money. It's also how we were able to provide ourselves for with this house and stuff. But it's you know you you win some, you lose some, but you gotta like be able to handle that. Yeah. And uh, actually, just before uh, recording this episode, I was uh, putting in my uh, topics uh, on my podcast, I want to do episode on investment because uh, it was on Tuesday, uh, I had a consultation with the amazing lady, she deals with investment. So I attended some of her courses, So I had a consultation like to help me out with some things. And I always consider myself as like, I have no idea what is investment. Like, it's not for me. And actually, like, once you start learning how the stock market works, it, it's pretty interesting. And I think it's accessible to all of us more than we think. So I definitely want to make uh, another episode about this because um, exactly as you say, like we have to see what risk kind of we want to take. Um, and I loved her advice back one and a half years ago when I attended her course, she was like, if you are investing the money, just deal with them like the money is gone. Uh, if you would feel stressed, just never look about like if it's going up or down. And that's that's what I'm following and I'm happy and it works for me. But I'm sure this topic, it's really full topic for another episode and we could talk forever about this. Absolutely. Yeah, it's a really cool. And it's really also what you said there is like, it is about financial literacy. 
to educate yourself on what you're doing. Like when I when I started trading, I didn't know what I was doing. I wanted to give up. And then I remembered like, oh, I have a lot of limiting beliefs about money and making investments and doing a lot of work. So I sat down one night, like I'm going to write all my limiting beliefs down for money and, and investing. And I, I healed the fuck out of it <laughs> in one night. Yeah, and, that must and have then, been a long list. There was a very long list. I did like a 45 minute healing on myself. Um, and then from that day, I started actually making money on the stock market because wow. I was like, man, this I, I started to believe and I saw that in, in real life, like month, three months later, I think I had 30% gain. And then like, I think a year or less than a year later, we had like uh, three, four, five X the money, wow. which is wow. like crazy. Also depends on the markets, of course, but first you got to believe that you can do it right now. The markets are kind of more. So currently I'm not like investing in, in the stock market. Yeah, because I'm feeling also it's feeling the energy of the market, feeling like where do I want to put my money? Where do I want to put my money? Uh, is very important always to make a sovereign choice in like, hey, what's the best for my money right now? Is it putting in the stock market? I feel for me it's no. Yeah, at the moment. Yeah. Okay, let's rest it here. And I have three questions for you. Uh, I sure. ask them all my guests because I really want my listeners to go into the action because life never changed from watching something, reading something, listening to something, but it changed through the action. Um, Absolutely. So, Walter, what lifts you up when you are down? Okay, three three M's. Um, meditation, music, and movement. Um, before, actually before this, um, recording, I was listening to one of my favorite bands, Metallica. I just mm -hmm. love these guys and it really got me in a great space of like, okay, nothing else matters, you know, <laughs> um, this is it. This and is it. is it just and, a coincidence that Metallica also starts with M? That is a coincidence. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing is ever a coincidence. It doesn't have to be music starting with <laughs> him, right? Yeah. No, no, it does not. It does not. It does not. No. And I love to go for runs. Mm. Especially when my energy, when my energy is like a little, a little angry or like frustration. I, I love to run it out. I uh, I'm a long distance runner. So I really love to just get the energy up and then after the like, okay, take a nice shower yeah. and then go back into uh, being happy. Actually, okay. during the run, I'm always happy. So, okay, so Absolutely. yeah, 3M uh, movement, music, meditation, also money starting with M. You see, now like everything is coming. Money, there you go. It's all, <laughs> it's all in the M. <laughs> yeah. And um, who inspires you and why? Uh, my future self inspires me. Um, I, I, I say that because. Um, for me, it is never to outsource my power to somebody else. Mm. It's always about, and I love sports. You know, I love watching sports and looking at sports, but it's like, it, it, the game is also to, to keep uh, improving myself. So when I, for example, uh, create a vision for myself, I look at myself in the future, like, okay, that that guy. And then I go back, like, what is the, what did this guy have to um overcome what did he need to leave behind or what what did this so it really inspires me when i look at my future self i'm like no that's that's hot that's great 
you know mm. yeah so no, yeah this is uh this. yep that's yeah okay um so and as i was talking about uh going into action um what would be the one thing you would want the listeners of this podcast do right now after they finish uh listening to our conversation right now after this conversation i would take a pen and paper write down vision for the next five years and start journaling because I believe that we all have visions and dreams that we want to accomplish. And then when you're done, like, take 10 minutes to do it. It doesn't have to be a complicated issue. It can be 10 minutes, write down, write down it. And you, if you could even meditate before that for like for whatever 10 minutes with this in mind, how can I be the best person in my life? How can I create the vision that I want to create for my life? Whatever everybody else is doing is is what everybody else is doing. This is you. Your life is the most important life in in the, in there. And it doesn't matter if if happiness is not um, attached to somebody else liking what you're doing. This is all about like what do you want to do with your life. So I would create a vision, write down vision on your vision for the next five years. All the things that you want to do, all the things where you want to live, how you want to live, how you want to be with your friends, how you want to be with your family, all of that. And then right below that, write down, these are the first three actions I'm going to take to make this happen. Mm. And then take the freaking action because life needs movement. Mm. Yeah. And I love the three actions, even if it can be something small as putting uh, in a calendar that I am going to research something, right? Like it can be tiny, tiny step. Absolutely. And the thing is, uh, when it comes to taking action, I, every day I make a list of all the things that I want to do in a, in a day. I'm not completing all of them. I maybe complete like seven, eight, maybe 10 tasks, which is actually a lot for some people. The way to write it down is it starts with a verb, mm-hmm. not like a big block. I'm gonna, some people write down website, like, okay, what part of the website are you actually going, going to make? You know? mm. So write down, it started with a verb, create, blah, 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 or I'm going to check out, blah, 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 because it's not yeah. in like bigger, it needs to be actionable. It, it means it needs to have a verb. Yeah, a lot of you make a lot of mistakes while, while 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 making these lists. So I just wanted to add that in. Yeah, that's a great tip, and I love it. I think I'm just going to message it. Uh, one of my clients today, uh, we have our session on Friday, and she was messaging me today. I'm working on our uh, on my vision, and she listed all the categories she has there. So I think I need to tell her she needs to put the three actions what to act on it and starting with verb is a great tip uh for all of us so thank you for sharing that and Walter we didn't talk about your podcast you are also host of your podcast you are men's coach we didn't talk about lots of things you are doing so maybe there will be continuation Uh, but um to summarize, to end this interview, uh, where can we find you and what you have to offer? So people can find me on my website, wealthfromwithin.com. Um, and if people are interested in the Wealth Unlimited Club, you go to wealthfromwithin.com forward slash wealth 
Unlimited-Club. Um, people can also find me on Facebook. You can follow me. Uh, just look for Wouter Shalanis, or you can go to my Instagram as well, uh, Wouter Shalanis, or LinkedIn. There's so many ways to find me, but there's only one person on the world with my name, so that must be easy to find. Okay, that uh, you made you made it easy for us uh, with adjusting Absolutely. your name, uh, merging with your wife's name. Um, so everything will be in the show notes as well. And thank you so much for chatting with me today. It was inspiring, and I hope everybody also who is listening got inspired. So thank you once again for coming. My pleasure, absolutely my pleasure to talk about money, freedom, happiness. And yeah, yeah, well, let's lean into happiness. Absolutely. Screw being unhappy. Yes, let's do it. Money, freedom, happiness. They are connected. But as you learn today, maybe differently than you thought or you were taught. Remember, future, together with happiness, freedom, and money starts now. So go and act on that. Thank you so much for listening in today. And let's say together, screw being unhappy. Let's say that every single day, especially when life is hard, because happiness is our choice. So let's screw being unhappy and say yes to happiness. Let's go and let's do it. With love, Susanna. Susanna.